The Aldis Podcast is brought to you by Aldis International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our ServiceNow series, where we interview the best and brightest of the industry to share their story, advice, and views on the exciting world of ServiceNow and digital transformation. Hi everybody, it's Mark Kelly here. I hope you're doing really, really well wherever you are today. I'm the Chief Customer Officer and Co-Founder of Aldis and a part of our Aldis ServiceNow series, we have got Jonathan Albaum. Jonathan is the Federal CTO at ServiceNow. Jonathan, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. John, I think it'd be a really nice place just to start at your background because it's a very relevant background for the position that you're actually working in now. Sure. I've been at ServiceNow for about almost four years at this point, and I came to ServiceNow following a career in the federal government. I worked as a chief information officer at different government agencies for over a span of about 11 years, mostly at the U.S. Department of Agriculture. And eventually I became the CIO for the Department of Agriculture and had the real honor to work for the Secretary of Agriculture and get to understand the complexity of of our agriculture and nutrition programs in the United States, got to see how technology really supports the mission objectives and create great outcomes for the people the Department of Agriculture serves. And following my career at USDA, I found myself at ServiceNow and had the opportunity to apply all of my experience as a chief information officer and as a senior executive in the federal government in support of our federal customers. Which is a fantastic background. You know, if you think about design thinking or walking in people's shoes, right? It's what a great foundation for the role that you currently do. So if we look at how ServiceNow has been utilized in the federal sector, particularly within digital transformation, could you maybe share with our listeners some examples? Sure. The the experience that I had as a CIO, which I don't think is necessarily unique, is that in the federal government, we have very large, complicated organizations. And over time, lots of technology was purchased in different buying units. So you'd have a lot of different technology tools in all working towards meeting a mission. But over time, these technologies operated very independently and you could grow up these silos that made it hard to share data, could make it difficult to maintain a modern IT architecture. It can be less secure than we want because we have so many different kinds of technologies to manage and secure. So that that's sort of the nature of these large government agencies. And many CIOs in the federal government see ServiceNow as a way to simplify that complexity. ServiceNow oftentimes serves as a connective tissue across different technologies inside an organization. And using the ServiceNow platform, we can leverage the data from those systems of record or those legacy systems and use the technology built into the ServiceNow platform, things like workflow or AI, the robotic process automation capability we've rolled out in the recent past, and use those technologies with that core data for an agency to drive outcomes and create great experiences. So that's, you know, the overarching way I think ServiceNow gets thought of and used in the federal government. Very specifically, we have lots of use cases in government agencies supporting great experiences in the IT area for federal employees, making it simple to get the help that you need based on our IT service management or using our IT operations management to 
create the opportunity to streamline op IT operations, find this hardware and software in our environments and manage those very effectively. We have a lot of agencies using the employee workflows we've built to create great employee experiences for human resource service delivery. Um, onboarding and offboarding are important use cases in the federal government. And then we've taken the customer workflows product that's been very successful and we've built in a federal government, or I should say, not just federal government applies, federal, state, and local government version called public sector digital services, which makes it easy for people to interact with their government. When you interact with your government and you have a good experience that builds trust. And if we can build trust through lots of small opportunities when I contact an agency because I need help or I'm trying to learn about a program. We create an environment where people believe the government can get things done and that creates a great foundation for the government to do big things. It's very difficult for the government to to roll out new programs or do big projects when we don't have a strong connection with the people that we're serving and they don't believe we can get the work done. Yeah, and I think we're all aligned because we've all got to get in the game. We want government to succeed, right? It's where we want government to be able to provide better services and to be able to successfully introduce those different programs. So you mentioned kind of onboarding and offboarding. Can you share a case study where ServiceNow has been effectively used for digital transformation within federal agency? Yeah, so um, President Biden wrote an executive order around customer experience, and the goal of which is to make it easy for people to interact with their government. And when they do, it should be pleasurable. It should be simplified. It should be easy to use. And in his executive order, he specifically references a a program at within the U.S. Department of the Interior at the Fish and Wildlife Service for permitting. So traditionally, if you needed a permit to do some op operations on federal lands that were managed by the Fish and Wildlife Service. You had to mail in a check and a paper form, and it was a very lengthy, arduous process. And the Fish and Wildlife Service is called out in that executive order, and the e-permit system, which we did already begin work on with, with Fish and Wildlife, is specifically referenced as a tool that needs to be enhanced and provided to citizens as, a, as an example of how government can be streamlined and operations can be brought online. And so working with ServiceNow, they've brought many of those permits that used to be paper-based online, and those permits can now be filled out by someone who, that needs them at home from their computer. You can pay electronically, and you can have this process operate the way people expect processes like that to operate. No more paper form, sign it, send it in with a paper check. So we transformed that process and we're continuing to work with that agency to bring more and more permits online. This is running now on the public sector digital services application that I referenced before. So it's a really great example of the way we're doing the work that the Biden administration is directing agencies to do. We're doing it different agencies and we're doing it in a way that's making government simpler and customer interaction simpler. And you talk about trust and there's different moments of truth. It's a fantastic example of just saving people time, making people feel just things are a lot more efficient and a really nice workflow to work across. And again, that just increases people's self-esteem in terms of just engaging and also the services that government are actually proposing. Talk us through some of the challenges and the opportunities that have been encountered when implementing ServiceNow in, in the federal sector. Well, you know, so often, and I experience this as a CIO technology leader, we'll have a, a challenge in a program or a system, and we think if we just buy that new technology, that'll solve everything. 
And that's a fallacy. It's never just the technology. You really have to understand the way the work and the data flow through the agency. And if you don't have that foundational understanding, buying service now isn't going to solve that. You need to understand your current state so you can imagine what that future state is. Now, that future state uses service now to transform your workflows. That's great, but you have to know where you're starting. And I sometimes think that we start these projects and we need to do that upfront work to really understand the current state. So if we can do that, and then, you know, have the courage to think about what could be the future? What's the art of the possible? You're in a much better position to transform if you know where you're starting. So that's always a very important step that we have to remember. It's not just the software, but it's the software with the understanding of what we can accomplish based on where we are today and what the technology can provide. And then I think the other piece that you know comes in that's also very important is to really understand how we tell the story of the value we created together, ServiceNow and our, our government customer. So what have we changed? Are we getting permits out faster? Are we making it simpler to interact? Are we reducing errors or improper payments? We have to know the baseline so we can measure the the new system and the output and the value created. But you can't do that without the baseline. So sometimes we don't know the baseline. Sometimes we don't know the current process. I think that it's so important that we understand these things so we can get help agencies get as much as possible from their investment in ServiceNow. When you look at how ServiceNow integrates with existing systems, and technologies in the federal sector. How does it facilitate these integrations in the context of digital transformation? Because integrations is probably behind people and processes, probably the most biggest challenge that, yeah. that companies have to deal with. I think that's a great question because sometimes ServiceNow is viewed as a IT service management tool or a tool for a CIO. But as I, I referenced earlier, ServiceNow is, this, is a platform and that platform is really excellent at connecting those individual sources of data, the legacy systems, the systems of record. And it's so often that the data locked in those systems needs to be part of a comprehensive end-to-end -end digital workflow. That digital transformation requires the data from all over an agency to be really successful. ServiceNow, as a platform, can connect those underlying systems and then use the technologies in the platform that are built in AI and RPA and all these things to, to drive an outcome and do it on a modern, with a modern interface or on a mobile device. And we're cutting down on the, the need for a customer service agent or a program analyst or someone to go to many different systems to get data and pull it together manually, pull it in a spreadsheet so they can do an analysis or, or dig it out through email. Come to ServiceNow and if you, we deploy it the way I'm describing, you can have all that data in one place so you can understand the current state of the process you're performing. And to the extent that we can automate it, let's automate it using the technologies on the platform. We talk at ServiceNow, we talk a lot about the idea of hyper-automation, which is putting all these technologies together and driving to an outcome by automating as many steps as possible. And when we do that, we can really, really digitally transform and take time away from the administrative or mundane or not real value added steps and get people focused on the job that they were hired to do and get them focused on the really consequential decision-making that only they can make. But they spend a lot of time gathering data or information from lots of systems. So let's streamline that process using the ServiceNow platform as that integration point. And once we have that data integrated and we can use workflow, we can gain a lot of time, but we can also accomplish some really great things.
You are listening to the Aldis Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team, or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions, www.aldis.com. Some of the specific features of service now that make it particularly suited to the needs and demands of the federal sector. Is there anything that jumps out that kind of extends on what your additional answer was? The federal government has so many different kinds of mandates and requirements. I've talked about some of the customer experience requirements agencies are looking at today at the work we're doing in public sector digital services and fish and wildlife. You know, we're also talking to a lot of agencies about cybersecurity. And ServiceNow has a role to play in an agency's cybersecurity journey, whether it's specifically using vulnerability management capabilities we have or security incident response capabilities, or even hardware and software asset management, which can help an agency create a superset and understanding of the hardware and software that they have to maintain. Those two aspects understanding your applications and understanding your hardware, those are two very important pillars in an agency's journey towards a zero trust cybersecurity architecture, which again is something agencies are being mandated to do. So cybersecurity is top of mind for all agencies and it's probably even more important to a lot of CIOs than customer experience at the moment based on the risk that's out there, although there is a strong relationship between cyber and customer experience. ServiceNow is playing an important role in both of those areas. And you know, I'm very proud to be uh, working at ServiceNow and supporting agencies in these efforts because they are perhaps the two most critical aspects of this administration's approach to IT. How does the use of ServiceNow help in ensuring data security and privacy critical factors in the federal sector? Yeah, another great question. So ServiceNow is a born in the cloud company. We've always been a a cloud-based capability. And over time, we've invested heavily in creating a cloud for the U.S. federal government. And that cloud meets all of today's current security requirements. The the government community cloud, as we call it, operates at a, a FedRAMP level high and a Department of Defense impact level four, which are very strict standards. Now, we've We've taken that a step further, and in a part, recent partnership with Microsoft, we've launched a, a version of ServiceNow that operates in Microsoft Azure at a DoD impact level number five. So that's even greater security for our customers in the Department of the Defense. So we're continuing to focus on security, and we've made considerable investments over the past 10 years to get to this point, and I fully expect that we'll continue to do so. When we're operating at these levels, agencies have the ability to store data in the cloud, to use ServiceNow for critical processes, and depending on the level of security, they have additional options they can consider. Which is so important, particularly in the field. And we've had guests from Microsoft telling telling that story as well, which is great. Two companies coming together and offering additional benefits. When we look at ServiceNow affecting the workforce within the federal sector, has it necessitated new skills or training? Because I'm guessing there's probably been a morale boost knowing that these additional services are going to be made available and allowing for people to be additionally proud for working in the sector. Yeah, we've had a very public campaign launched recently called Rise Up. And Rise Up is has a stated goal of training an 1 million additional 
people in service now. So that's going to come from a variety of areas. And we need those people because we have a lot of growth on the horizon for the ServiceNow platform across the federal government and across the world. And you can't grow without people. So who know your product and can implement it successfully. If you have the right team, you know, you're going to get there a lot faster. So we recognize that and we're training people at a rapid rate so they can be very effective in implementing ServiceNow. And that applies to people who work in the federal government and in our partners and elsewhere. You know, I think we're creating a lot of opportunity for IT professionals inside and outside of federal agencies, certainly in the federal IT community, to have a great career with ServiceNow and together help us really achieve some big things for federal government. When we look at kind of into the future, looking ahead, how do you see the role of ServiceNow evolving in the federal sector, digital, digital transformation journey? We've been talking about digital transformation and this idea of transformation for many years. It's I think we're at the point now where all agencies have acquired a lot of digital technologies. They've spent a lot of money on IT modernization, and now it's time to help them get real value out of these investments. And that is a place where I see ServiceNow playing a tremendous role. You know, if we have these disparate technologies that we've bought, we bought a lot of technologies during COVID to support remote work and other kinds of capabilities. ServiceNow can play a role in connecting those data, streamlining the workflows that have resulted from the change that we've all undergone, and be that critical linchpin, that connective tissue across an agency to bring people and data systems together. I think another place where ServiceNow is going to play a huge role in the federal government is with low-code application development and creating opportunities for people who are not IT professionals, but really are program professionals and know their data and know their business processes. Let's give them ServiceNow as a low-code tool to innovate on the ServiceNow platform and create workflows and applications that they need to do their job and largely do it on their own without having the CIO office need to be an intermediary. And we can do that if we set ServiceNow up the right way and we create the right guardrails and governance around low-code application development. And as over time, as more generative AI capabilities come into the platform and are available for for agencies to use. We recently had our knowledge conference in Las Vegas a a few months ago, and we had an amazing demo where we showed how a person with just their voice could create code that helps ServiceNow workflows get created, or through simple text explaining what they need in a form using generative AI capabilities, which are already being built into ServiceNow and are already there to some extent create a form and management capabilities so they can have what they need on the platform without needing to know how to be a developer, without knowing who to call in IT. All of that is possible and it's all coming. And I think those things will be really transformative for our federal customers over time. Yeah, it's a really exciting space. And I got to see that firsthand knowledge too. And the art of the possible, as you said earlier on in the conversation, you're coming with people who've got different types of problems and being creative and then thinking, okay, how do we use this technology as an enabler to add massive success to improve people's uh, journey, to make that more streamlined and create a great experience, which everybody has got skin in the game and they want to have that, particularly within the federal sector. We crave these great experiences. 
I hear it time and again. And we, we talk about customer experience. We talk about employee experience. Really, the employees are customers of the agency. And when I was a CIO, I was providing a customer experience to everybody who came to IT to get a new computer or get a phone or when the printer broke or whatever challenge they were having. And we always talked about customer experience. And when we provide the tools to the service providers inside an agency to provide great customer experiences, that's that great employee experience that we're talking about. Those employees that work in organizations where it's easy to work and they have those great employee experiences, they're not frustrated by the technology around them, they are much better prepared to provide great customer experiences. And then they feel very engaged in their job and their work and their role in driving these very important missions we have in the federal government, driving them forward. So we have, a, I think, a very virtuous cycle here where if we invest the technology in the technologies to make it easy to get your job done. You're going to create employees who are ready to serve and serve their customers, and we can provide them technology to do that as well. And all that can happen on ServiceNow. Then you throw in the low-code capabilities we discussed and let them build applications very rapidly to meet the needs that they have, the unique needs sometimes. And we're working with CIOs to run very, very tight technology shops where we're helping them understand their hardware and software and saving money for them there. We're supporting their IT operations and supporting cybersecurity. You can see how ServiceNow can play a role in every aspect of a government agency. And that's really the goal. We know it's possible and we're seeing it happen already. Jonathan Album, Federal CTO at ServiceNow, thank you very much for joining us on our podcast today. Mark, thanks for having me. I really appreciate being here. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aldis Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com, to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.